Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. Baldface Truth, Stephen Bond, Judah, newbie, filling in for John Kanzano as he is in Salt Lake City live from Rice Eccles Stadium. He is on the line right now. Let's just get him on right now. John, you're at uh, Rice Eccles Stadium. What's the uh, what's the status on Cam Rising? Because I uh, we were watching the TV earlier. I saw him loosening up. He was stretching out a little bit, doing some things. Uh, what are you seeing out there? Look, Utah's on the field right now, and they are stretching. Uh, I probably will be able to tell you during this call how Rising looks and whether or not he's going to go or if there's just a, he's out there for show, but at this point, uh, I'll tell you this, we've got a football game that's going to be played here. There's a lot of Florida fans here. There's a, a whole bunch of people inside the stadium already. And uh, it's, not, you know, 89, 90 degrees. Um, you know, the stadium itself, it's interesting because the sun is setting behind the stadium. So the, the home side of the stadium is uh, it's got a shadow on it, and the visiting side is in the sun. So I'll be curious to see how that plays out uh, as this game unfolds. Yeah, that's weird how they uh, put the visit team right in the sun. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, <laughs> yeah. a little weird there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, just so it, just the atmosphere, the anticipation of this game, you can really feel it there down in Utah. I mean, it's just it's one of those things, John. You know, Graham Mertz, he's the quarterback for Florida now, transferring from Wisconsin. How does he react to a thing like this? Because, you know, Jonathan Smith talked about DJ how the experience thing does help. And I talked about Graham Mertz being experienced. uh, There was, you know, a story that I wrote a little bit about this today, that Florida was in a a tough position. You know, they have their quarterback from last year who declares for the draft. The backup quarterback gets arrested. You have, uh, you know, a a real Jaden Rashada who was supposed to come in and be the $13 million quarterback. That deal unravels as, you know, as it's being presented. And so it's, you know, really interesting to see, like, you know, the story that, that came from an AP reporter in Gainesville was that Florida tried to call Cam Rising in the offseason and see if he was interested in transferring. And and so, you know, I think keep an eye on the Florida quarterback play and whether or not, you know, that is a factor. And, you know, we're, we're essentially in this era of unrestricted free agency where, uh, you know, Florida had to go out and find a quarterback at the at the last minute. Well, that, I mean, I'd heard there's also been reports that uh, Tua's brother, Tayola, at Maryland, he got offered by Alabama a couple million dollars to go there. He turned him down. Like, it, it's an interesting time for college football, man, that you can just go out there and get whoever you want if you have enough money. It's it's just crazy to me. that That's how it works now. Yeah, and I think, look, it, we all know how important that position is. It's a quarterback-centric game. We know that that position drives the bus. The NIL dollars are all going to be at that position. And I remember I asked Kenny Dillingham, you know, who ended up with Jaden Rashad, I asked Kenny, you know, is it just going to be that you mostly are relying on the transfer portal to, to fill that quarterback position? And he said, look, you're, you're occasionally going to get a good young player who's good enough to come in and start right away. And Dante Moore at UCLA is an example of that. Rashad at Arizona State an example of that. But by and large, you're, these other teams, you're going to see this model where, you know, a homegrown quarterback is going to be a rare thing. And, and, you know, I know Oregon's got a couple guys they really like that on their depth chart, but I think what, what last year we had seven of the 12 quarterbacks in the Pac-12 were transfers. I think this year it's eight. Uh, and I just think that's the way it's going to go. 
That's amazing. John Gonzano joining us from Rice-Eccles Stadium. Steven and I were talking about the matchup on the field, and obviously, you know, the, the QB situation at Utah is primary in that. But what about the coaching matchups between uh, Kyle Whittingham and Billy Napier, and then specifically the coordinators at Utah, John? I know how bullish you are on Andy Ludwig and uh, and Morgan Scally. I have a hard time seeing Utah getting out-schemed in a game like this. Yeah, and I think that that's the thing is uh, – when you look at the the last couple of weeks, there's been all this indecision at at Utah over who's going to play quarterback, and people view that as a Utah problem. How about the problem that creates defensively for Florida? Like you don't know that Cam Rising's going to be out there. You don't know it's Bryson Barnes. You know, you don't know what to prepare for or who to scout. So you're you're simultaneously preparing for different quarterbacks. It could be a bit of a distraction. I'm really curious to see if it is Bryson Barnes, and that's what the prevailing thought is. I'm going to be able to tell you here in just a second as they're breaking off into the position groups. But if it if it really is Bryson Barnes, uh, and guys, that's what it's, that's what's going to happen here. Now I can I can see that Cam Rising is he's not going to warm up, guys. He's, mm. Yeah, I don't think he's going tonight. All right. Well, let me uh, uh, log log right in, log right in, and get some Florida money in. No, but uh, in fact, he is not. Everybody else is suited up in full gear. Now I can see that Cam Rising is in a baseball cap and shorts. He's got his hands on his hips, and he is not even going to suit up. Interesting, interesting. I mean, that line has gone back and forth. It's up to six now. I'm looking at it. I just put a bet in on Florida. Well, there you go. Um, that, that was the right time to do it. But yeah, no, it's uh, you know, what what do you think of that spread, John? You know, six points, uh, Utah favored over Florida, as you say. It looks like Cam Rising not going to play. Is that yeah, too many points? Yeah, he's not playing. They're they're warming up. The three quarterbacks are warming up. He is not one of them. So it's going to be Bryson Barnes, probably a little bit of Nate Johnson as well. Uh, Whittingham said Johnson's going to play some. So I'm excited to see that. What do you think of that spread then? Six points. Utah, the favorites uh, over Florida. Yeah, I think it's going to drop here in the next 90 seconds when this <laughs> gets out that Rising is not even suited up. I couldn't tell when they were warming up because they were all gathered so tightly. But then as they broke, you know, I could see Rising's long hair, baseball cap on. He's in shorts and a T-shirt. Everybody else is suited up. So, um, you know, he is jogging around. He's hanging out with the quarterbacks. But that spread, it's interesting. I feel better I feel better for you, Stephen, at seven and a half, at seven, you know. But I, I do too. But, but I think, you know, look, if if it is Bryson Barnes, we're talking about a, a lower scoring game, aren't we? And I think that's why that that over under number, you know, that started pretty high is is as has uh, continually dropped as well. So I think forty four and a half right now. Forty four and a half. Utah right will now. run the ball a little more. The ball won't be in the air as much, and uh, and I think you know that. Do you feel better with six points in a lower scoring game? Of course you do. What, what is uh, what's the scouting point on Bryson Barnes? Like, what do you what do you think Utah fans are going to expect, or what can I expect out of uh, Bryson Barnes in this game against a I guess the SEC defense who struggled last season? But of course, you know they got the talent. Like you said, you texted us. You're at the hotel afford it. You said they got dudes. How, how does Bryson Barnes uh, react to that and play against this type of team? Yeah, I mean, last year it's hard to tell because last year in the Washington State game. He was pretty limited, and but he was limited because he came in in relief of Cam Rising, and the game plan wasn't designed for Bryson Barnes. And so I'm curious to see how different the game plan might look with a scheme that you know Andy Ludwig puts together that is really focused on putting Bryson Barnes in position to succeed. Now, I covered Ludwig years and years and years and years ago. He was at Fresno State. He had David Carr as a quarterback, and I, I can – it's ringing in my ears right now. And a lot of coaches will say, hey, look, I'm just trying to put my guys in position to succeed. But 
that's what Andy Ludwig does. He does it really well. So I'll be curious to see if he has designed a game plan that will use Barnes and then may also use, you know, the speed and athleticism of the backup backup quarterback uh, who can really run. So I wouldn't be surprised to see some change of pace there as well. John, any, you know, with this rising news in hand, is, do you think there's any chance that this is more of a long-term thing and they're going to try to preserve him for conference play and maybe even keep him out week two at Baylor? Or do you think it's more week to week and they really want to play him at Baylor next week? I think they really want to play him. But Kyle Whittingham, he told us, right? Remember this on media day. Kyle Whittingham told us that he would not play Cam Rising unless he was 100%. I said 99%. He said no way. So I think as soon as he knows he's 100, he will go. But we know it's a, it's a marathon, right? It's a journey, and the season is long. And we saw Utah lose at Oregon last year and then get beat up in the first half of the Pac-12 championship game and still come back and win it. So they know that it's a marathon. You'll be back on the air tomorrow too, John, but uh, I want I want your thoughts on some of these other Pac-12 games. You touched on Ducks, Portland State, and Beef San Jose State in hour one. But uh, what other game on the Pac-12 card has your eye this weekend, including, obviously, Coach Prime (laughs) at TCU? You got UW, Boise State, Cal, North Texas, Nevada, USC, Wazoo, Colorado State, and uh, UCLA, Coastal Carolina. The two games I really, uh, the ones you mentioned that jump out at me are, obviously, I want to see what's going to happen with Coach Prime in week one, and I want to see how they look. Even if they don't win that game, do they look like they can be competitive this year or not? And then secondarily, uh, I'm looking at Washington State, Colorado State. Really, really important season for Washington State as well. You know, they've got that chip on their same chip on their shoulder that Oregon State has. Uh, they got a new offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator. Ben Arbuckle is the coordinator now. And, you know, can Cam Ward, who, who wasn't very good, especially on third down last year, can he be better? With a, with a new coordinator. Washington State was 94th in the country on third down last year. They, they can't have that happen again. They became really one-dimensional. They were a defensive team that, that you know, held teams to 18, 19 points, but you had trouble getting to 21 themselves. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh, happy week one, John. Are you, you're, you've got to be excited it's to be at a stadium. It's awesome to man. see a stadium yeah. and see people and, uh, you know, know that we've got some games on the horizon. Are there any uh, Big 12 signs out there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no Big 12 signs, but a lot of Florida fans. Oh, is George there? a few Florida fans infiltrating this stadium. Is George there? What's ha- that? Have you seen George Klayovkov there? No, I have not seen George. I don't okay. know if he's going to be here. <laughs> I don't know if he's here. I thought he said at media yeah. day, he's like, I'll be, at, I'll be at Utah, Florida, and then I'll be you know, at, a, at the Colorado game. And I'm just, is he going to show up to any games this year? Uh, I, you know, he did go to the college football playoff meeting. He represented the Pac-12 there, so he's still the commissioner yeah. for now. Ho- hopefully, he's doing some work to try to get some teams to join the Pac-12. That, yeah. That's what I'm hoping. No for. kidding. <laughs> hey, hey, what? But last thing for you, what is the latest on you know the Beavs, Cougs, Mountain West, Gloria Navarez? What are you hearing, and what's the latest on all that stuff? We we all still need to be watching Stanford and Cal in the ACC. There's a meeting scheduled tomorrow on that front. Nobody seems to know if they have the votes, but I have a hard time believing they schedule a meeting if they don't have the votes. I think if you're an Oregon State or a Washington State fan, you're rooting really hard that they don't have the votes and that Stanford and Cal are part of whatever Oregon State and Washington State belong to. But if they're not, you've got to pivot very quickly 
and you got to talk about a merger with the Mountain West or or some other uh, blend with the AAC. And uh, I know you got photographers all over the place and, and the coverage at johncazano.com this weekend. What, what can readers expect uh, from you and what you're covering, what angles you're looking at tonight and all weekend long? Well, I'll be writing tonight off this Florida-Utah game, and then uh, obviously we'll have photo galleries, and then, uh, you know, Oregon's game against Portland State, we'll have coverage of that, and then I'll be in San Jose for Oregon State and San Jose State on Sunday. But first, you'll be back on the air tomorrow with us from uh, yeah, from Salt Lake, we'll right? About all this tomorrow. <laughs> That'll be good stuff. Can't wait, man. That's awesome, John. Thank you so much uh, for joining. Really appreciate you. Thank you, guys. All right, good man, John. That was John Cazano uh, from Salt Lake City Rice Eccles Stadium, where Florida taking on Utah. John looking at the field. Judah saying Cam Rising in uh, just shorts, not warming up. Looks like he will not be playing. It's going to be Bryson Barnes. Uh, what? How's that change? Does that change your mind at all? You still going with Utah? John seems pretty steadfast that he would take uh, Utah minus the six points now. Still, I mean, what, what mm. do you lean here? Yeah, I don't know. I I would probably just you know bite my lip and and take Florida in the points, but I don't feel good about. I just don't feel good about betting Florida. I just don't like Florida. <laughs> I just don't like them. The un, like you said, I don't the, like un, them. the under may be a better play. I I think the under might be a better play. And frankly, my thought I, I don't think this was a hard call. I think Utah has scripted this whole thing. I really do. When Rising said, you know, a few days ago, I feel a hundred percent. I think that's just playing Florida yeah, and just making them freak out and try to get a gameplay for Cam Rising. I, I think they had no intention of playing Cam Rising in this game, and they probably knew it two or three weeks ago. What I, I am interested in, and that's why I asked John, is do they have a plan for Cam Rising that includes keeping him out next week as well right. already? Or have they already been circling week two at Baylor as the time to bring him back? Because like I, he obviously feels okay, but... There's a difference between feeling okay and starting a college football game against Florida to open the yeah. season. Like they're, right. they're two different types. Or going of on the road readiness. at Baylor, or going on the road to face a Dave Aranda defense. It has two different types of I'm ready to play uh, scenarios. So w- because I think Utah is comfortable in this situation, I think Andy Ludwig is really good at what he does, and he's probably one of the more underrated play callers out there. I don't trust Florida's offense to be anything special with Graham Mertz. I think at the end of the day, I'm waiting for that line to – I'm waiting for the the big number that you just bet on Florida to bring the line down to four and a half or whatever, and yeah. then I would lay Utah four and a half. I've got Utah winning this game 26-20. I wonder, I wonder if Utah wins this game, if that changes their mind for next week. Like, if they lose this game to Florida, does it make it easier to rest Cam Rising knowing that you already have mm. a loss, you may not be in the college football playoff talks anymore? Like, Well, I, or you could say that's the other way. You say, hey, we're out of the playoff. Why Why bring Rising back? That's any, what I'm saying. Like, if you any, lose, yeah, you're out, like, rest him again. But if you be, if you win and you beat Florida, now you're taking on, oh, an even be- yeah. taking on an even better Baylor team who should be better than Florida on the road. Do you bring him back for Baylor? I, it'll be interesting to see, but that game will be happening in a little bit. Of course, check out johnconzano.com. He'll have you covered there. Uh, check out his Twitter. Check out my Twitter at Stephen underscore V-O-N. Check out Judah at Judah Newbie as well. As week one, college football is upon us, and it is beautiful. A beautiful sight to see. We'll take a break here, uh, and when we come back, the NFL, they come back in a week. We're going to talk about that a little bit later on. Also, I want to talk about the other Pac-12 games and the spread. Me and Judah will be talking about those spreads and uh, who we like in those games I'm Stephen Vaughn. That's Judy.
We interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement from the Bald Face hey, Truth. Sorry to interrupt the podcast, but if you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.